Hello guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. On this program, we discuss you versions Bible verse of the day. If you're joining us for the very first time, we're glad to have you. I'm Matthew Ojas, your host, and it's my pleasure to share with you today. In today's episode, we'll be looking at the power of God's Spirit. The power of God's Spirit. We'll be looking at Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. It says, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. Lovely verse of scripture. Romans chapter 8 was written to believers and talks about the new life we've got in Christ Jesus. Every human being on earth, irrespective of their race, gender, socioeconomic class, would have either one or two forms of life. Number one, life outside Christ. And number two, life in Christ. So everyone will either stay on one or transfer from one form to another. The entire human race born by natural means falls into category A by default, that is, life outside Christ, and will receive what we call the sinful nature by default. That's why even without being taught or observing evil, Cain was able to nurse jealousy and conceive the idea to kill his brother. He didn't watch this on social media or on any TV program. It was the very sinful nature of humans that was at work in him. Adults and children alike have the nature of sin and thrive in the works of wickedness. No one teaches a child to lie, to steal, or to be selfish. These all come from the nature of sin. So instead of being upset with a child for acting according to this nature, it will be more beneficial to try to point that child to a more superior nature. I'm not saying to endorse sinful behavior, far from it. What I'm saying is this, people sometimes get frustrated with a child acting in a certain way. Well, if you've not tried any other means, may I introduce you to a different method that works. It certainly worked for me and many others I have seen. The preceding verse talks about the sinful nature leading to death while life in the spirit leads to life and peace. When the Bible talks about death, it is first spiritual before it's literal. Spiritual death is separation from the life of God. Many take it lightly because they appear to be alive, doing what they love, irrespective of whether it is what God wants or not. There is no other way, I repeat, no other means by which the sinful nature can be conquered except through the victory that Christ won. Jesus was a different man. He was man but came to earth through a different means and by God circumventing the natural means of conception, he was able to introduce a human being who was not sinful. 
He lacked the sin nature and was able to live without sin, making him a worthy sacrifice for sin. This is because sin cannot liberate sin. What I mean is the sinful cannot liberate the sinful. This reminds me of my uni days when my laptop was corrupted by a virus called Rila Odinga. <laughs> I tried several means, every means possible to remove this virus, but it was so powerful it could not be taken off. I tried to install the most effective antiviruses, but this stubborn virus, as I would call it, would corrupt the installation process, making it void. I took my computer to someone who was good at programming, and he went into the programming section of the computer where he saw the virus running. He had to disable the virus from its operation, then installed an antivirus successfully, then we were able to get rid of the virus. This seems to me like what God did when he bypassed the natural means of conception and brought Jesus through the power of the Spirit by a virgin. It is only through the power of Jesus and his Holy Spirit that anyone can overcome the power of this sinful nature, circumvent that nature of sin. The verse of the day tells us, The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. The Spirit of God is the power of God. We were talking about this last week. Please listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. Verses 10 and 11 of today's passage make quite assertive statements. Verse 10 says, Christ lives in you. And verse 11 says, The Spirit of God that raised Christ from the dead lives in you. Wow. Think about that for a moment. Remember, we started off by saying this passage was addressing believers. If you are a believer, if you believe Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have Christ living in you by His Spirit. Now, the spirit believers have is not just any flimsy spirit, but the spirit of the living and true God, the spirit of power. Please note, wherever the Holy Spirit is mentioned in the Bible, the next thing you would find is a manifestation of power. I mean, the supreme power of God, the creative power of God, the wonder-working power of God. If we go back to Genesis, we talked about this last week. In the beginning, after the Spirit of God moved on the surface of the waters in Genesis, God exercised his power by commanding light to shine out of darkness. In the New Testament, after Jesus has taught his disciples for three whole years of life mentorship, he told them not to start any project until they had received the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And we read how same men, common men, were transformed by the pouring out of God's Spirit on them. No doubt, the Holy Spirit is God's conduit of power. And verse tells us what the Holy Spirit did in that he raised Jesus from the dead and gave him life just like Jesus predicted. 
what does this teach us? The works of the Holy Spirit are not matters of chance. They can be reproduced if we know and understand his workings. To bring this home, if a certain man was known for paying off mortgages for people as a way of saying thank you when they let him stay with them, you wouldn't think it would be difficult for him if you had him at your house, especially if he had unlimited resources. So then, if the spirit that lives in you has raised the dead before, that means he can do it again. Praise God. I speak to myself as well as I say these things. Death should not be celebrated around us. Sickness should not be celebrated around us because we have the Spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead. When Jesus was commissioning his team, his disciples, he said to them, Heal the sick, raise the dead. Freely you have received, freely give. If it wasn't possible, he wouldn't give them that instruction. The Spirit inside you and I is able to quicken our bodies. The word quicken means to revitalize, to make alive, to give life. So like us to have a different approach to the Holy Spirit within us, for he is able to heal if you are sick. He is able to strengthen if you are weak. He is able to bring to life what was dead. So are you sick in your body? Have you got the Holy Ghost? That's power inside of you. Why not ask the Holy Spirit to express that healing power inside of you? Is there someone next to you that is sick? Have you got a brother, a sister, a friend, or somebody else who is sick? Why not ask God to make you a conduit of the power of His Spirit and let Him walk through you to heal? If the Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwell in you, that same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit. Have you got the Holy Spirit? You've got access to God's infinite power. So don't let us, don't let us be, be, be overcome by sickness, by, by the torment of the enemy, by the turmoil that the enemy causes. Let us wake up, arise to the power that God has deposited in us. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, we thank you for the gift of your spirit. Thank you because your spirit is your power. Help us, dear Father, to be alive to the power of your spirit. Help us to be alive to the possibilities in your spirit. Help us to be alive to what we can achieve by your spirit. For we can do all things through your spirit. The spirit, the Bible says the spirit can teach us all things. Help us to develop a better relationship with the Holy Spirit. Help us to experience the power of your spirit in his fullness. Thank you, dear Father. We give you praise and glory. I pray for those who are not filled with your spirit, listening to the podcast. I pray for an outpouring of your spirit upon them. Be filled with the Holy Ghost, as many as have the desire to be filled. May they be filled with the Holy Spirit. 
Holy Spirit fill them. Help them to have a lovely experience of this walk with Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. See you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Word Up podcast today. We hope you've been blessed and inspired by God's Word. If you've got any questions or comments, you could leave them at the comment section below or email us at worduppodcast21 at gmail.com. Worduppodcast21 at gmail.com. We'll be delighted to read from you. You can also do well by letting us know where you're listening from and how this program has blessed you. See you next time for another exciting and inspiring episode of the Word Up podcast. God bless you.